0: Logistics is transforming our lives and the way we do business in today's ever-changing economy. If your company or community thrives on the quality of your logistics, then we'll give you a peek behind the curtains to the topics and people who are driving this exploding industry. You're listening to the Logistically Speaking GT Podcast, produced by Global Trade Magazine and sponsored by the World Economic Development Alliance. You can listen to all our GT podcasts at www.globaltrademag.com. Trade Or join the thousands that have downloaded our app in the Apple iTunes Store. Now, here's our publisher and our host, Eric Kleinsorge. Eric Kleinsorge.
1: Welcome, GT Podcast listeners. It's a great day here in our Dallas, Texas studios, and we're back for another exciting episode of Going Global with America's Best Cities. I'm your host, Eric Kleinsorge, and today we're heading to the Northwest region of the great state of Texas, specifically Amarillo. We're especially pleased to have the person who leads the charge for Amarillo, Kevin Carter. Kevin is the President and CEO of the Amarillo Economic Development Corporation and formerly served as Director for the High Ground of Texas Regional Marketing Coalition. The coalition covered 67 counties in the northernmost part of West Texas. Kevin graduated from Wayland Baptist University with a bachelor's in business and is a 2012 graduate from the Oklahoma Economic Development Institute with a designation of economic development finance professional. Kevin has a lovely wife, Alyssa, and a son, Blaine, who's attending the University of Arkansas. So without any further ado, Kevin, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Eric. Absolutely. Now, Kevin, I always like to start by letting our listeners know a little background about each community. So can you kind of paint a picture for our listeners of Amarillo's location and a little bit about what they could expect by having a business there?
2: Yeah, so Amarillo is located in the Panhandle of Texas. The Panhandle of Texas is sort of a 26 county area in the northernmost part of West Texas. We're right on I-40 and we're which I-40 is most famously known for the Route 66 from uh, most everybody's childhood. And so we're right smack dab in the middle. of. We like to say that we're the capital of the panhandle. And so uh, we're a town of about 200,000 people in this next census. I think uh, we were 190 in the last census, and we'll be over 200 this, uh, this year. Over the last 25 or 30 years, we've done a good job of diversifying our economy Before that, we were pretty much tied to oil and gas uh, and agriculture. While those are still two big components of our uh, economy, we've uh, diversified into manufacturing and uh, other types of uh, industry to uh, help us with the ups and downs of the oil and gas industry.
1: Okay. And on a national scale, you're pretty much right in the middle between Dallas and Denver, aren't you? That's correct.
2: I will tell you, in the wintertime right now, on the weekends, there are tons of people coming from Dallas that stop here on their way to the slopes to go skiing. So
1: <laughs> That's great. So we here at Global Trade, we were excited when we heard you're a recipient of one of our America's Best Cities for Global Trade. And I know Amarillo has really rose to new levels with the technology industry. Can you share with us some of the things that Amarillo is doing to make its way into the rapidly evolving world of technology?
2: Yeah, so that's something really new for us here in Amarillo. We hadn't really focused much on technology as far as making that a focus. And so we partnered with West Texas A&M. They have uh, what's called their enterprise center here in Amarillo. Of course, West Texas A&M is located in Canyon about 15 miles south but they have some presence in Amarillo, and they've had a an incubator with what they call their WT Enterprise Center that's been here about 25 or 26 years, and we've partnered with them on several things, and this past year, we started an initiative with them called uh, the Wire Accelerator, and I can tell you a little bit about that. That program brings in different local and national technology startups to Amarillo, and they go through a 12-week cohort where they received several kinds of hands-on training mentorship and industry connections to take their business to the next level and then at the end of that program they participated in the first Amarillo demo day that was back in October where they uh, had several investors come in and they were able to do their pitch and try to uh, sell that part of their company uh, for more additional seed money
1: all right so in our going global city awards You really separated yourself uh, with your excellence in utilities. And so we've known Amarillo for its economic vitality along with these unmatched utility offerings. But can you share with our listeners how this can really affect the impact of your multinational businesses?
2: We're very fortunate of where we are. Obviously, the wind blows in West Texas. And we've been very fortunate to have several wind farms that located uh, here in the Texas Panhandle. Uh, all around us on really all four sides now, now that the newest wind farm went down uh, about uh, 70 miles to the south in Hale County. But we've got them in Carson County and Oldham County, Moore County, just pretty much north, south, east, and west. And then also we're very fortunate in the part of Texas that we live in. We live in west Texas, and we are part of the Southwest Power Pool. And so we have among the lowest utility rates in the country, being in the power grid that we are currently located in, so which is really nice. With the uh, utility pro- provider that we have, we're still regulated, which is a good thing for us. Uh, keeps the power prices low.
1: So kind of diving and, and staying on that subject with the wind power companies and things like that, because I know clustering is always a big deal. What type of industry clusters would you say would be a good fit for even just the wind industry?
2: Yeah, we're very fortunate. We have two or three uh, main wind component manufacturers here. Uh, We have uh, GRI. They are a a Spanish company. They manufacture wind turbine towers. And so they've been here about uh, three years. And then also we have uh, GE is here, and they actually are kind of refocusing their plant here and it's becoming their major hub for refurbishing their existing hubs on the wind turbines that are all across the United States now. And so this is going to be a hub for that. And so they will bring in those old gearboxes and, different components that go up on the tower and then the sales and everything they're going to bring that here to Amarillo to refurbish those because of the older models they they have a you know 20 to 30 year life and when those are done they want to come and refurbish those and they'll stick those back up on the on the tower. And so okay. we're really excited about GE doing that here.
1: Yeah, and, and I know diversification like you just mentioned is very important to a local community's economy. And so I'd like to talk a little bit about about other developing industries in Amarillo. And you had quite a major announcement in October about a food manufacturing project. Can you share that with our listeners?
2: Yes, we were excited to welcome SSI Foods to Amarillo. They're an Idaho company. They broke ground on their building in November and hoping to be up and running by the end of the third quarter of now 2020. So uh, getting closer uh, to them opening uh, in the fall. And what they're going to do is they're going to take 75 million pounds of raw hamburger meat and make 300 million patties out of that. And so they have three uh, major customers that they deal with, and that's Burger King, Jack in the Box, and Carl's Jr. Uh, slash Hardee's, which is the same company.
1: Awesome. How many how many employees is that going to bring you?
2: They're going to do 150 employees, and is about a 45 to 50 million dollar capital investment.
1: That's great. Tell me about some current initiatives addressing workforce when you're bringing companies in like that that need workforce. I was at IEDC and sat on in several of the panels and really, really gained a new appreciation for how important workforce and workforce development is. Let's talk about some of the workforce development you guys are doing there in Amarillo. Well, we're very fortunate.
2: We're big enough to have a dedicated person just for workforce. And we've got two big initiatives that we've done. We just last week or two weeks ago had something that we do a few times a year. It's called Build Your Talent Toolbox. And it's a series where experts come in and they do different topics for to speak to business owners. We had about 40 uh, business owners and HR professionals that were here. And some of the topics include how to create a workplace culture, how to recruit to Amarillo, how to retain employees, and how to engage your existing workforce. Our newest initiative that we have is called Take Root in Amarillo. It's an interactive website that highlights different aspects of our city, from neighborhoods to education to resources for entrepreneurs. And what we do, it also hosts a living wage job board. So here in Amarillo, the living wage is what we've considered, it's a little bit above our median income at 45,000. So the AEDC will only incentivize jobs that pay above that. And so on this job board, we've decided that we only want living wage jobs to be on this job board. So it's $45,000 annually or $24 an hour. And so we're very focused on attracting and keeping young people once they get to ARIA and trying to retain those folks.
1: That's great. I mean, that's actually pretty unique. I've never heard of anything like that. So kudos to you guys for
2: uh yeah we're really excited about this and uh also uh, the internship board that goes with that we're trying to we've started an internship program with that last year we piloted five companies and and had their interns do several different experiences just to show them what amarillo is like that they may not see if they're just here for six weeks and they didn't know anybody we tried to get all the interns together and have three we had three huge events for them last year and that was a huge success and so this summer we're opening that up to uh, all of our companies here in amarillo that have interns and so we're really excited about what this year will hold for that group
1: i was at a uh, a trade show the other day and got a chance to talk to a lot of uh, companies and i got to talk to a lot of uh, communities and the coronavirus, you know, was mentioned and and other types of things that can really put stresses on our economy, both being unpredictable and and really putting high demands on our economy. And so how does your city stay proactive in such an unpredictable, demanding economic environment while really maintaining your current demands?
2: I think it goes back to just being more diverse than we were, you know, say 25 years ago. Obviously, I'm sure how serious the coronavirus is going to affect our area, but it could impact, obviously, economically if you're trying to import something, if you've got a raw product that you're trying to import from one of the Asian countries that goes into your your finished product, certainly could affect that. I don't know how much that will affect us here. Uh, I'm sure it will have some effect if we don't get a handle on the virus, but, uh, you know, I think just our diversity helps us a lot with where we at and where we've come and, and how diverse of an economy we are.
1: So if you could, I'm i I'm one of our listeners and I'm looking to expand. I'm looking to, to relocate and you've caught my attention. What would you say as we wrap up here, what's the best way for uh, someone to get connected with you?
2: Well, the best Way is to either call us or visit our website, AmarilloEDC.com. You can start a conversation there by clicking on a button, or actually it'll pop up and ask you if you want to start a conversation. All of the staff's email addresses and pictures are there. And then also you may want to take a look at our Take Root in Amarillo website, and that's take amarillo.com and that's our new uh, job board and internship board and tells you all about our workforce there. And so... We're really excited about that one as well. But com is probably the best way to get a hold of us.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, and Kevin, I've been out there many times, and I really uh, am a ambassador, and I believe you guys have a great location, and you really have good leadership there that, that's leading the way, not just for tomorrow but well into the future of, of planting seeds and paving the way for companies that are, are located there and considering to locate there so I hope uh, if you're a listener out there and and uh, you you have a growing business take a look at Amarillo it's it's got a really good story to tell for you and it makes a lot of sense so Kevin I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your valuable day I know how busy you are uh, but I really appreciate the insight on Amarillo we've you've been a great partner of ours and we've always appreciated working with you and your team And uh, and if we're lucky, we're going to get to have you on for another show later on in the year.
2: All right. Thanks for having me, Eric.
1: Yes. Till we meet again, I'm Eric Kleinsorge signing off and saying goodbye till we meet again on another episode of Going Global with America's Best Cities.
0: You've been listening to the Logistically Speaking GT podcast. We want to thank all of our astute readers of Global Trade Magazine, and thank all of our great advertisers that help make this possible. Remember, you can subscribe and find all our GT podcasts at www.globaltrademag.com. We hope you'll return next time for another great episode of Logistically Speaking. And don't forget, GlobalTradeMag.com's daily news and information is
1: ranked number one by Google.